0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamer Life Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny, and today I'm speaking with fellow streamer, Mini Partner. Great dude, British guy, (laughs) very down to earth. We have a great conversation about Dark Souls games, streaming in general, why he got into it, why he stuck with it, and what's going on with his journey there. Lots of other tidbits here and there. Great. Time talking to him. I hope you also enjoy the conversation. I hope you take the time to also check out his channel. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes for that. And with that, I give you Mini Partner. all right welcome back everybody and mini partner welcome to the gamer life podcast my dude
1: how's it going yeah thank you for uh having me on here. it's kind of a bit you know bewildering almost
0: nah stop it you dude it's good to have you uh i've hung out in many of your souls streams i'm also a big souls fan and i enjoy seeing people play and uh you got that british accent going which uh <laughs> i find it very charming
1: uh i don't I, really have a choice on that one
0: yeah you're, you're either born with it or or not i guess but uh yeah but dude listen how long have you been streaming because i want to talk to you a little bit about your journey there
1: so for actually for for actual streaming like i i started um just before all the the pandemic and everything i had like done some on and off again streaming for some time so about nearly two years roughly in which i was doing a lot of um like my tabletop streaming and things like that and dnd mainly and and that kind of stuff but uh, i didn't really start properly streaming until roughly like um about january february this year is when I properly sat down, made the schedule, and kind of stuck to it.
0: So how has it been for you trying to stick to a schedule? I know that's like one of the difficult parts for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, definitely, uh, really, really kind of tough. And you don't, you, uh, like when I started, I thought to myself, oh, I was thinking to a schedule is going to be easy. But there are days where you just think to yourself, you know, I don't really know if I feel like it, yeah. but you have to psych yourself up and get yourself into it. But now i've started to get going especially like you mentioned with dark souls it's really kind of got a lot easier i'm into a rhythm of i know exactly what i'm playing dark souls okay and and stuff like that so, so it's yeah. almost
0: like the game pulls you and like maybe you're not super hyped to be on camera but the game itself has you excited to go back and play
1: definitely definitely hmm It puts Uh, you more like into the mood for it, you know, like, um, yeah, it's not it's not even so much as like the the being on camera, but, you know, when you work and then you finish working and then you come home and you're like, do I (laughs) now want to sit for four hours in front of everyone? But I'm already exhausted. But then I put on Dark Souls and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's it's stress relief in itself. As soon as you start to get going, it kind of. Yeah, it really takes off. It's it's nice hello
0: everybody joining us uh, if you have any questions for mini post them in chat mini give me your elevator pitch for your channel what's your value my dude uh, now, I'm, I'm gonna throw head you head a softball dude. here start things easy yeah,
1: yeah. perfect condense um, your
0: value in 30
1: seconds so i would say that i'm just the, I'm i'm kind of a casual streamer i like to pick up games but i like to work through series at the moment is what i'm aiming to do so to deliver something that kind of connects from one stream to the next instead of doing random games i'm trying my best to like i've gone through dark souls and then we go through dark souls 2 and dark souls 3 and then i'm gonna pick up god of war and go through all of those because there's so many games that i've never played and never had really much inspiration to play and now i kind of do have that inspiration and i kind of want to work through them but generally, I'm just a, I'm a bit of an idiot. So, you know, that's that's kind of me as a streamer. You just, you, you, you get what you get. You're going to watch me and you're going to be like, this guy can't play games. Or maybe he can. I don't uh, know. So I take from that that
0: one of the things you're leaning into is not taking yourself too seriously and just oh, you know, trying to have yeah. like a good time with it. I think it's a, it's a positive attitude, especially when streaming when you know some people may like uh post hurtful comments or whatever it is it's much better to have this attitude of just kind of laugh have a laugh right and
1: yeah like i there's there's no one that will insult me more than me
0: (laughs) right yeah
1: i I understand my own flaws as a streamer as a gamer so i mean if someone else picks up on them then fine you can you can do that it's not going to bother me that much like everyone's there to to watch for your own reasons maybe you want to pick on me I see how it is. This question from Chrissy in chat: Are you enjoying the genre
0: of of Souls like?
1: So, yes, uh, in short, but um, it's, it's not easy by any means. Like um, when I picked up the first Dark Souls, I had obviously read a lot, and people had said I'd seen some other streamers play it and said this is a really difficult game, and I thought you know what, I've played hundreds of RPG games, and yeah, this would be fine as my first like Souls like experience. Kicked it up, and I was not prepared for it. And then I thought I was prepared to go into Dark Souls Two after finishing the first one. Yeah. No, <laughs> that one's even worse, like by far. But yes. Yeah, but I'm getting through it. So yeah, I mean,
0: it's um, yeah. that's the thing with those games, right? It's perseverance. It's I don't oh, think definitely. anybody is fucking amazing at them, in in their first play, but it, it's that feeling. I almost equated to kind of going to the gym where you know you start off and you you can't get you can't do anything right every machine is like oh i can't even <laughs> you yeah, know it all like, seems impossible it all seems impossible then... you look at those guys like doing it you know like super uh what, what would you say like high level uh it's the equivalent of looking at a souls challenge runner and they're doing everything without getting hit and you're like wait yeah. Is that like the same species that's, as that's I am?
1: Yeah. You don't, you don't want to like put yourself in a negative. Put yourself. Mindset. Yeah. You watch someone play amazingly and you're like, hmm.
0: But then you start to understand, right? Oh, it's a journey. So then you start to see your own progression and it feels awesome yeah. because you, like, you know where you started and you can feel it progress. Yeah, definitely. Like,
1: I think the best thing about uh, the Souls-like games that I've, well, definitely Dark Souls 2 is as frustrating as it can be. The highs are like, really big highs you know when yeah. i finished that first dark souls game i almost felt like crying you know you were like oh my god it's I did a, it's a cathartic moment with this it's like or, yeah. or like you come across that boss and you there was one boss in the first one i fought him like 20 times and i finally beat him and like all the chat was behind me and was like oh you know it normally takes a lot more tries to beat this and i was like Oh, I just couldn't believe I had done it. It was, yeah, Yeah. the highs are amazing in Souls-like games. I agree. Tob in chat is
0: saying that a tier list. So for you, you've only played one and two, right? So you're in the second one now. Have you played any other Souls game?
1: Uh, No, not that I'm... Unless I played a a Souls-like game and not known it. So
0: so for context, for me, Dark Souls 3 is my favorite. And I would put Dark Souls 1 Remake close to also one of the best from from software so i I would say you know going into dark souls 2 you're a little bit put into the deep pool in the sense that it, it's really not very friendly right it's not very friendly at all and especially you're playing scholar of the first sin edition
1: yeah I've which
0: is <laughs> It's kind of like they thought that game, the original game was too easy. The, you know, the devs. So they released this edition where it's just more enemies. Enemies are more tanky and enemy placement is more punishing. And they thought that equated to more fun, (laughs) which it doesn't, right? No, it really doesn't. So you're playing, you know, something very uh challenging for just to like validate your your experience 2. struggling in hard it. Mode. yeah uh but i will say dark souls 2 has some amazing locations and has some some of the best dlc maybe in the series or like some very good dlc let's say if you yeah. get to that so
1: my, my experience so far of dark souls 2 like everyone has said you know that it's it's a lot harder and it's nowhere near as good as the first one but i'm not entirely sure i think that the second one really does have some some benefits over the first like okay like you're saying the the locations like the the visuals of it but the one thing i really like about dark souls 2 is the um the storytelling so there's a i find there's a lot more interaction with npcs they're mentioning places i don't even know about but they're still you know you're talking to people and You're learning things, and I turn a corner, and there's just someone there that isn't an enemy, and I'm like, what? Yeah. You're not going to try and kill me? But I find it quite entertaining in that sense. I also feel like there's more variety with the enemies as well, so, you know, a lot more tactics and learning, which does make it harder, but I don't know. I I wouldn't say that the first one is better than the second one at all. I wouldn't say either are better than each other at the moment, but I haven't completed it yet, so...
0: Dude, I'm glad you're digging it. I would say they do take the narrative—not uh, to the next level, but they—they they add more narrative elements with more yeah. people you can talk to, more things in the world that have you wondering about, about you know what's going on there. I think it's more interesting in that sense. The first one you have to really dig a lot to to get any sort of lore or story yeah. in it.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I'm hoping that the third one has, like, um, has obviously more story. And, yeah. And yeah.
0: I think for <laughs> me, like, awesome. DS2 had an issue with not pacing necessarily, but, like, knowing where to go at times was actually a yeah. problem. I don't know if definitely.
1: you've felt yeah, this. Yeah, I've got, I've got um some key members of my chat that turn up to, like, uh, all my streams and stuff, and sometimes... I, I'd normally d- like it says uh, I've tagged in it. So, um, on Twitch, it tags, you know, like back seating's allowed, but right. no spoilers. Yeah. So then whenever I'm really stuck, I'll say like, okay, where am I going at this uh-huh. point? I just, uh, or I'll look at every single place and be like, I've done all that. I've done all that. I've done all that. And then they're like, oh, you missed a small ledge. Right. Like, exactly. I, mean, I missed a small ledge. How long is that going to take me to find?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the hub was cool. I remember, you know, the first time I entered Majula, it's yeah. it's a site, right? Oh, that, it's very uh, yeah. nice. I absolutely
1: love the idea behind that that you have that kind of. It's not even just like a, a small space, but safe like a campfire. You get an entire city or town rather. Yeah, you know, and that's that's quite nice. I would like I would have liked more in it. Like I know that the NPCs are sitting outside, but why yeah. couldn't they just moved in and taken over houses? You know that
0: would be cool yeah some evolution in the hub would be nice because yeah you know
1: as you develop yeah definitely
0: yeah exactly i you know i recently played well okay not so recently i played demon souls the the remake and the original and in it 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 has i hope you get to play it at some point i think you really enjoy it it has a very cool hub and in the hub the characters kind of have some arcs so, you, you know, you talk to a character and after you beat the next place, for example, you come back, right? And they have some other dialogue. Their, their journey is also kind of evolving yeah, alongside definitely. yours. And that to me is cool because then you see in the hub a reflection of your own kind of progression in the game. I think yeah. that's super clever. And I, I kind of wish they did that more in
1: 2 yeah definitely because the the only problem is from what i've learned at the moment is a lot of the kind of characters story arcs are tied in with really random things like if you summon them to fight with you in in battles and i'm like but i am i always like to try Uh, i've got like a rule that i i put in my streams which is I give a boss 5 attempts, if I haven't beaten it by the 5th attempt, then I'll start summoning something to try and help me.
0: Yeah, that's because fair.
1: Because I, I, I've realised at that point, I've tried enough different tactics, and yeah, that's nearly it. But yeah.
0: I think my thing with it is, it's all valid, right? Um, even if someone wants to summon on the first attempt, I wouldn't shit on them for doing that, because it's in the game. Um, You Sure, you know, it's it's easier in the sense that you can direct the aggro towards the other person and all that. But at the end of the day, it's like it's a game and you're trying to have fun with it, right? And if you've decided that the one-on-one thing is not working for you and you're having fun with co-op, then do that, right? I think it comes from a place of pride to say, no, I have to, you know, beat it one-on-one to kind of prove it. To myself and others i don't think that's like a the correct
1: app- yeah i think <laughs> approach that was, to uh, games. there's only been one one moment in dark souls 2 that's made me like take a step back and literally I, i've i've done the smart thing i've said you know i'm not enjoying this to the, the stream i was like gonna finish it slightly early because of it because i'm not enjoying it so i doubt you guys are going to enjoy watching me do it that's and that the big thing like a, and for me an it just
0: on. yeah and for me it just so happens that it is enjoyable to to do the 1v1 and even like retry, you know, like retry, learn the fight, right? There's that process. I find it enjoyable and that's the only reason why I've persevered and done that. But if I stopped having fun, I, you know, I, I would have probably yeah, also definitely. done the summoning thing. It's all about like, are you enjoying the gameplay loop? And if it gets to yeah. a point where the repetition is not enjoyable, then, you know, just summon or try different stuff before dropping the game
1: yeah makes sense
0: the the thing with ds2 by the way i have one or two videos that have like popped off in my youtube channel uh and one of them is does ds2 suck in 2020 and so this video i did back in like 2020 right and it's still people like commenting regularly on it so people come to the video right they find it as if I've I've done it recently and they like comment on it and stuff. So I found that DS2 has one of those highly polarized uh, opinion pool where you have some people on one side, you know, yeah, super right. hardcore fans and nostalgic about it, love the PVP that, you know, played the shit, the shit out of it and swear by it. And then the other extreme was like, it sucks, you know? Uh I had to drop it the hitboxes, it's almost like nobody's in between, so it sounds like you're more on the positive camp
1: yeah i'm i I like it for what it is, and i'm I'm one of these people that even if I hate a game, I would never say that it's terrible because yeah. then they the someone's put work into it that's that is someone's you know we might all think you know that is terrible, it's buggy it's it's trash, but Someone has put some time into it. Somewhere along the line, someone's worked on that, you know. So it deserves to at least be given a chance, but yeah. I do pull up, like you said, a lot of the, the problems. I think my my biggest problem might actually be the hitboxes on it. Yeah. I'm like, that didn't hit me. And
0: even the people who like it, don't argue against that, right? There are yeah. problems with hitboxes. For me, the a t 80 what what am i thinking the 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 stat that they added in that game uh adaptability ad yes. adp AD... yeah that's
1: one that gets your resistances up and things like that isn't it?
0: um no so actually that stat. well yeah that's one of the things but also that stat governs how quickly your healing animation happens with the flask and how quickly your role happens as well uh, sorry not Didn't know that <laughs> uh, adaptability there you go um so I, I'm trying to remember if it's how quickly your roll happens, like speed of the roll. I don't think that's correct. I think it's iframes of the roll. Chrissy in chat has, says now iframes. There you go. So I got it right the second time. Sorry about that. So iframes and healing speed. So when you start the game, right, you'll notice that the flask takes forever to heal. And it's, it's also over time. It's not instant heal. So you'll notice the consumables, the healing consumables are way better let's say than your flask right which is straight away yeah Yeah. it was straight away something interesting at the very least uh but but if you level up that stat uh you will notice that the game plays a lot better it's almost a requirement basically to level that up
1: i haven't leveled extent. that up at all Maybe that's my problem
0: <laughs> honestly play play with leveling that up it might even I'll, be worth
1: uh, I'll have a look at that when i run yeah. stream and see. so
0: my, my advice to you would be there are you can look it up on on youtube there are places where you can farm souls very easily what you do is you get a bonfire aesthetic which means yeah. that you level up the area right like you resummon all enemies and and like level up the area so to speak like to new game plus um there are some areas that you can farm very easily with that and get a bunch of souls get yourself you know a good i I don't know if 15 or something like that in you know level your adaptability a good bit it's gonna feel a lot better to play the game trust me on that so I'll, def- I'll definitely try that have out
1: it and see. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: because the iframes will help you a lot with the shitty hitboxes right yeah it will help you a lot and being able to heal consistently because it's basically unusable the the flask in many team fi- sorry many boss fights unless yeah, you have i, I that do level notice up.
1: whenever i'm using the flask it just takes too long and then i always yeah. get hit in the exactly. middle of it so
0: so that's a gripe a lot of people have with the game that you basically have to level that stat and if you don't you're really gimped. <laughs> uh, I which I can see the was, complaint. Yeah. Someone
1: mentioned another one that was like oh you should get this up and it it might have been that but it had like it showed that it got all my resistances up and I was like right I, well, I've never heard of that stat before but yeah.
0: Yeah, so and it's fucked because it doesn't tell you, right? Uh, I don't think I like it tells you.
1: Dark Souls though, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't tell you anything.
0: So, anyways, try that, man, and hopefully that makes your experience more more friendly, more enjoyable because yeah, it definitely. yeah it, it will make a difference. And what are your plans? Are you going to you know DS3 and beyond? Or? Uh,
1: yeah, I I want to put a gap between Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 3, not because you know they're like Souls-like games, but more because I want to try a few different games. Yes. And after I've done Dark Souls 3 because I don't have like a a PS5, it's probably going to be hard to do quite a few of the other kind of Dark Souls games or Souls-like games. Um, so I know I still want to try like Sekiro and things like that, yeah. which I can get on the Steam. But I want to try a few different franchises, you know? I always like a franchise because it gives you multiple games to play rather than I just play a one-off.
0: Uh-huh, yeah.
1: So yeah, I think I'm looking at, uh, as I mentioned previously, God of War being being on there, because it's a game I've always wanted to play, but never picked up. So, so you gotta, would go
0: even back to the old ones and start there?
1: Yeah, so I think they're on the um, I think they're on like PS now at the moment, but yeah. Um, definitely go all the way back.
0: Yeah, Chrissy in chat is plugging in the Witcher trilogy. She's like, maybe the Witcher? ooh.
1: amazing, <laughs> but unfortunately <laughs> yeah. that one wouldn't be a that one wouldn't be a, a first time for me. I have played them all and completed them all, unfortunately. All of them? Okay. But, I
0: mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. I How could, do you I, feel... could go, I could go back, but... How do you feel about Witcher 1? Witcher 1... I... It was so many years ago, but I did enjoy Witcher 1. But it did... Unfortunately, I played the, the first Witcher after I completed the second Witcher. Yeah. That's That was the order I originally played them. So I played the the second one, then completed the first... Then did the third, but I don't know. I I didn't mind the first Witcher. I don't think it was as good as the second one, but the second one confused me when I first played it because I didn't have a clue what was happening, you know. But yeah, I don't I don't think it's necessarily a bad game, but um, definitely a good start to the to the series. Yeah, Obviously, I think I can't hold a candle to three for,
0: though. for the yes i think for the time frame it was fine like they were fine games but the problem is you know people jump into them now expecting witcher 3 level and it's just not right
1: no (laughs) not going to be anywhere near that but for for the time that it was produced it was it was good
0: yeah and they're based on great books and all that so there's the the backstory is great i recommend people in chat if you just want to get the story and don't want to play the games check out the last wish it's on audible and uh well you can also read the book if you want that that would be like the entry point to the witcher series on books and then if you like that you can go to other books that would be like the first one um yeah and actually the the last wish has some of the plot points from the tv show so you'll recognize some of that and uh it it doesn't overlap with the Witcher 3 game. So it will serve you as some extra backdrop and color to the Witcher 3 story. It's a nice compliment to it. But I digress. We were talking about Dark Souls and I wanted to ask you about streaming in general, right? Because there's this challenge when you stream these kinds of games. One, they're difficult, right? In nature. Two, they require a lot of repetition or a lot of trial and error and more like error than yeah, success definitely. right so for you do you get moments when you're like salty and things aren't working and everything is a disaster
1: <laughs> you, Definitely. Like how, really how do. does
0: that how do you deal with that
1: so generally i can tell when i'm being salty because in the middle of, yeah. like, you know, if I keep dying and I'll, I'll start talking because I, I, you know, when you're streaming, you just vocalize everything. And because I'll have like um, stream labs open, I'll look over and I will look at myself and I'll think, God, you look
0: it looks like you know, a salty like, chap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're
1: know, like <laughs> a moody bitch right now. <laughs> I'm like, you need to just you need to just calm down. So then you just remember, you know, playing it it's meant to be hard you're meant to die consistently that's the point of the game and if if it starts to get really bad then i kind of focus away from gameplay and towards the chat so i've got a few people that are normally regulars so at that point just start taking my mind off it completely as i've i've found like throughout playing games that if i don't focus on a game i'm really good at it i think it's like subconscious you just you work really well at it it's like if you. If you're in a boss fight, but you're not focusing on the fact you're fighting a boss, I do really well. I don't know why. If, if it's okay. like the subconscious, your hands start doing better than the rest of me. <laughs> That's but, yeah. interesting.
0: Uh, I can't say that I've felt the same. In fact, one of the difficult things is trying to keep a consistent train of thought during a fight. When you're at the same time, you know, very focused yeah. on, on the patterns and trying to be reactive to what's happening and also have like a conversation going Uh, because you know if you try a boss enough times there isn't really much to discuss about the actual fight right you you have to
1: the repetition kicks in yeah you
0: have to kick in some like monologue and talk about some something uh different yeah and and then you have two trains of thought in your brain going boss fight and you know why spiders and then, and
1: then that's when i focus suck. on the other thing and for some reason i am then able to win it. look at that but normally the the chat's quite good with it so um i always notice when i go into a boss fight yeah. i'll fight the boss and then once i either beat it or i lose i look over at chat and no one's mentioned anything so it's like i feel like they watch just as intently as i do during the boss fight uh-huh. and then as soon as the boss fights over they then say like oh you know like well done or they send all the the hypes or they'll say oh maybe you should try doing this or maybe just try going to this area instead see. it's kind of like they can see the focus so they don't <laughs> want to disturb it
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's almost this like oh man what, what would you say this uh period of where they're allowing you to to focus I, I yeah. forget the word exactly, but you get what I'm saying. Where they yeah, recognize, definitely. like, okay, you know, we're, we're in the butt clench. Let's all focus. Struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very cool. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Koraido uses the death command. So in, in our chat, when we play those games, we have a death counter, right, that shows up on screen. And yeah. keeps me accountable, right? Oh, you've died this many times. And I've, I've seen you. Um, I think you also count your deaths, didn't you? Um,
1: yeah, I've, I've got a, a one that's next to, like, a it looks like a bonfire from Dark Souls. Right, or exactly. It. And it has, yeah, a counter next to it, and mine's just on my page up and page down command, so I'm just like, yep, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. So is there something about that that, does that number matter to
1: you? Actually, weirdly enough, I thought of this uh, probably about, a week ago or so, and I started thinking that actually it might be really disheartening having that consistently on the stream. Because whenever <laughs> I look over at it, like everyone else, it's it's fine to see it. But I look over and I'm reminded almost like it's that many times. You I died a fa-
0: hundred times. <laughs> yeah,
1: it makes you start to think like, have I failed a hundred and uh, I don't know what now, like 126, I think something yeah. like that. It's like, have I died that many times? Like, yeah, it's not good. I mean. I think that failure is really important
0: though, right? Especially in these games. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Especially in Dark Souls, because every failure I'm learning something. You're
0: learning something very often.
1: Because even though I've died 126 times, I'm, you know, I'm not stuck at any point, so I've beaten it eventually. It might, it might have taken all those times to get past it, but I'm still progressing, still making kind of progress. Yeah. I think that's the important thing.
0: So speaking of streaming why in the hell did you get yourself into this because it it can be very what would you say unrewarding early on right because you Definitely. you go online right nobody knows you so, you know you got like your you're a one or two viewer andy and that lasts for you know for most of us quite a while right until you get some momentum some traction so for you what caused you to go like hey this is something I want to do
1: so originally I I was streaming as more of a means socially so um like my job doesn't explain my, my job doesn't really in real life have a lot of um like people my age to befriend okay. I work with a lot of people that are older. Yeah. um i'm a teacher so a lot of people are older than me that i work with and therefore as much as i'm friends with them we don't have similar interests in terms of gaming and stuff like that yeah so when i started out streaming i was streaming a lot of like um tabletop rpgs and stuff like that with the community that i had already made so it also worked well because we could record it and then look back through notes and be like oh like, this is what we did last session and stuff like that but then also i was getting a lot of inspiration from people on twitch with helping me to like you know become better at dming and like you know making yeah. maps and things like that so it that's kind of how it started originally was just for that focus and i always wanted to kind of branch out because i love playing games i always wanted to branch out but had a lot of anxiety about the idea of you know if i started streaming games would anyone even watch me stream the games you know yeah and then it's that whole like you said very it it kind of it's almost like a really sad moment where you start streaming and you look and you don't have anyone which why i i've I've kind of paid attention to a lot of different streamers that i've watched and i turn like my viewer counter off and and things like that because it's not it that's not why i'm streaming i'm not streaming for viewers i'm not streaming because i want to be huge or massive i'm streaming because i just like people and i like making friends really that's kind of it
0: yeah yeah and i I think it's it's an interesting way of finding a gang because as, as someone who also you know irl haven't really found the greatest like sync in terms of people liking the same stuff and yeah, or or liking games as much as me, for example, or, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah. There's something magical about broadcasting yourself as you are. And then some people randomly finding you and they're like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I also like that stuff. So, you know, let's, let's hang out and then you maybe make a few friends and it's, it's been really transformative actually. And I wonder if that's one of the big driving factors, because, you know, I talk to a lot of people in these podcasts and I tend to always ask the question, why did you get into it? Right. And nobody ever says to get rich, because I I think at this point we understand, you know, co-carnage is not you that happened to people who got on the boat early on and, you know, it's they've
1: popped up but the 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 path to do that would just be yeah i i don't think i would be willing to put in that much work to to try and yeah make it big you know right so i think
0: nobody's under the illusion that they're gonna be the next you know uh ninja whatever right insert your your favorite big streamer here uh instead what i hear is community finding people who gravitate towards the same stuff that you like and i think really that's the that's the pull from this this whole shebang and why most of us kind of get into it it's that feeling almost intoxicating feeling you get when the first person finds your shit and they're like hey dude i dig it you know i'm also into that and you're like oh right it's almost like you're not alone, kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty. That's,
1: that's the moment of that gratification where someone's like, or like, you just get a simple message of someone engaging in chat, and you're like, "Shit, I've never seen your name before." We yeah. can be
0: friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's um, that's cool to hear. And then for you, where does streaming fall? Because you're saying not really a full
1: time thing, not yeah. So I mean, not your plan, but. I don't really plan for it to be a full time thing. I mean, if like I, I've noticed ever since like, you know, that there's been a little bit of a snowball effect going on at the moment with my streams, which is quite nice. Um, like you said, it you start off with like one or two viewers and then it kind of picks up. And I think I'm now at, uh, like I'm, I am averaging about um, six or seven viewers, which is really good. And nice. they're the same ones. And it's a nice group and we all get along really well. We all say hi to each other. Yeah, generally, really get along and it's quite nice and it has picked up so like now i've got affiliate and and stuff like that so and that also gives you that additional gratification but i mean i don't i don't think i would ever see it becoming full-time because it's not that i don't think i would ever get big enough to be a full-time streamer but yeah it's more i can see that there would be a lot of work that you'd have to put into it. Like I understand, you know, you got to start getting really technical with everything, and I just don't think I would have the capacity to do that at this point. I mean, maybe in some years to come, sure. Yeah. But right now, like I'm, I'm focusing on uh, my actual career, and then I do this. Like I stream every Tuesday and Thursday, and sometimes on Sundays as well. But yeah. yeah.
0: A nice little side gig and something that yeah, keeps exactly. you motivated as well.
1: Like you said, it's just a social thing at the moment. Yeah. You know. But I do really like it.
0: Tell me a little bit about your career. You said you're a teacher. What,
1: what do you teach? I teach maths in a, uh, college. Oh, so damn. Like, um, but yeah, it's like, uh, 15 to 18 year olds, which is sometimes yeah, a problem yeah. because then I can't let them know who I actually am as a streamer oh. for obvious reasons.
0: Wait, what would so, be the problem
1: if they see you on well, Twitch? Cause if they. If they know i'm a streamer they can then talk to me outside of oh is that not their teacher. and yeah do you see it comes like is a, that a bit
0: dodgy like if they talk to you outside of the so, school setting
1: yeah it kind of makes a bit of a problem which is the good thing about not being a big streamer <laughs> because <laughs> i've I, they yeah. all know i stream i've told them that i stream they think that's really cool but none of them know who i am
0: yeah so. if go carnage Or Ninja shows up like, hey guys, we're doing maths today. They're like, wait, like, wait a second. (laughs)
1: They'll they'll clock on a bit. So yeah, yeah, that's that's the good thing of it. Like, no, they don't know. So what would be like if if, okay, let's say hypothetical.
0: One of your students finds you on Twitch, right? And they're like, oh, you know, I know you from, hey, you know, I'm from maths class. Would you have to tell them to like
1: get off, st- uh, off the stream? I don't know. I think, um, I think it would be fine. I think I would have to tell where I work. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, everything's regulated on Twitch. Everything is saved, everything yeah. they say. So I don't really think there's a problem Shouldn't there. a is
0: conflict of interest. Maybe creates a, an awkward situation for you.
1: Oh yeah, that's that yeah. would be the only problem. But... Because
0: is your stream like clean because I've, I've watched you and i think you've said some bad words
1: <laughs> maybe occasionally yeah i mean dark souls is a salty game
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: but I, I mean i don't think things like swearing is probably too bad anyway okay but, okay but generally i don't think it does it wouldn't really affect uh my kind of job too much right it should be fine
0: okay cool so dude tell me a little bit about like teaching mass because my experience with math teachers has been that no matter how good they were or like how 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 much they knew, they weren't very good at actually teaching it. I've never had like a good maths teacher. um I don't know if it's yeah. the experience for everybody or if you know some people have had amazing inspirational maths teachers. Yeah. But it seems like the subject is just difficult to convey, right? Yeah. It so is. so for yeah. you, how do you tackle the task of like, you know, I guess dumbing down or packaging that yeah. into so, like absorbable nuggets of information for someone so like normally, fifteen years old?
1: So normally um well, I was quite lucky before I was a teacher, I worked with uh, like sh- the the same kind of students that had learned disabilities though. So I've kind of picked up a lot of, a lot of skills in how a lot of teachers kind of worked. But generally my lessons, I can tell you now, because it's the way that I like to teach, but also the way that I would like to learn. I do a lot of kind of creative stuff. There's okay. very little actual writing in my lessons. There's a lot of... I'll get out the mini whiteboards. I'll get them for lessons on measurements. (laughs) I get them to kind of go out of the classroom with tape measures, walk around the building, measure things, come back, convert them. So everything I tend to do is kind of almost, it's not going to be a sit down, brighten your books, here's your question. So it sounds like
0: you're trying to provide some practical
1: applications of things in a way? depending on the courses they do as well because it's a college so if it's a construction group there's loads of different maths you could do to do that you know i could bring things in and yeah and get things like I, for uh, one example i got a, a group to you know like a jenga tower we we decided to get out jenga blocks and got them to yeah. measure it and as though it was a building i was like so you measured each block you know if we were going to build this building here you know what would the total area yeah. and stuff like that so it it all depends on the kind of class you're in and because because i have this class for like an entire year you there's really no excuse to not get to know them but to know their courses and to be able to research what maths they would need in their career interesting and then apply it so you're almost tailoring it a bit
0: to yeah to definitely the, it's it tailored
1: for whatever career they're doing
0: and Chrissy and Tob in chat says uh, say they've had very good math teachers so there you go I'm yeah no I'm I, had a, I had a
1: lovely maths teacher in school
0: did he inspire you to become a teacher do you think oh, I was or actually a she,
1: she and uh, she kind of she didn't inspire me but when I saw her teaching I was I really enjoyed I think she just taught me maths in a way that I really enjoyed it but yeah um I was more inspired by it when I came to the college and I worked as like a, a teaching assistant. Yeah. And then I started seeing a few of the teachers firsthand and I was like, you know, they are exceptional teachers and I want to, I want to kind of be like that.
0: Interesting. Well, I always talk about how for streaming, there are a lot of unsuspected skills that come in very handy. To To differentiate you, to make you unique and interesting or engaging to people. And I think certainly you, you know, you use some of those skills you've gathered there, you know, like good communication skills, right? And like thought patterns. I'm sure you pull from that, uh, even if it's not conscious because we, you know, but it's this kind of uh, mix and match of different skills you've picked up. That kind of make you uh different from everybody else right so yeah so i guess the question is always like how do you lean into those quirks and and unique skill sets that you have right <laughs>
1: yeah definitely so i think mine- so
0: maybe adding some little tidbits of your um yeah, of your craft into into streaming
1: somehow. <laughs> I think yeah, because it, it normally like my teaching is based off of my personality. Yeah. So like I said, everything I do, I want it to be creative. I want it to be as almost well, like not not eye catching, but as engaging as possible. And I think that definitely, like hopefully, that comes through when I'm like streaming and things. Yeah. That there's always like a you, you you'd notice that. Uh, almost like monthly, things will change on the stream. There'll be things that hopefully get updated, things that look better, always working with everyone for like the the feedback to see how they're doing and to see, you know, does this look good? Do you think we need to change this? Do I need to update this? And to kind of constantly improve. And I think that definitely comes from like my career as well.
0: Yeah. So when i did math the the one thing that i really liked was more uh like discrete math and algebra and uh graph theory that was like what fascinated me i was never super good at the more numerical side so you know like um uh derivating integrating and all that stuff i was never that good at that but um like the stuff you teach is it more on the algebra side or
1: we teach for uh, GCSE so generally we have to kind of cover a little bit of everything right although I can say that my favorite thing to teach is definitely algebra I nice. do algebra is 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 the best for me
0: do you, have you done like graph theory have you studied that stuff as well
1: uh, we do sometimes cover it in lessons and things, but I guess it's a so bit more much. specific, right? For, yeah, yeah, definitely. When, cause we get given like their, their exams. So we pull, pull apart everything that would be in their exam. Yeah. And then kind of present that to them in chunks. So we only really cover now what is in the exams right. rather than.
0: Because for, everything. for my, uh, for my own degree that, that was software engineering. So, you know, all the maths was applied, let's say right to that. And we did a lot of like graph theory and I, I found it fascinating the idea of, um, you know, how things are connected and you can have these big, uh, you know, trees or graphs and then navigate them in smart ways and clever ways to right. do algorithms. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I come, come in on it. That was like the fascination yeah. for me. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Chrissy says algebra was her favorite as well. There we go some ah, some good, love good for it's algebra it's good stuff love it but tell me a little bit more about uh the the things you like I see you have a lot of pop figures in the back you're a Simpsons
1: fan yeah. uh <laughs> yeah so the the Simpsons that the Homer down there I actually um my fiance paints them uh, she's a really good artist and I've got you can't really see him but I got a Squidward just off screen here as well <laughs> but um I've also got, and it's one of the best things, okay, and I think it's quite unique. So when, like we were saying, you get really stressed out, for example, yeah. uh, when streaming or something like that, or a game is just not working the way you want it to. So right behind my computer screens on the wall, I've got like a collage of Simpsons and SpongeBob memes <laughs> that my fiance painted. So you just look at them and... Just makes you smile. Just, it's, yeah, it's just like a. you just look up at there and you're just like, okay, let's just... Calm down and look at a crazy Mr. Krabs and Lisa Simpson. And there you go. Yeah. You're feeling a bit better, you know?
0: Corrado in chat saying, how is gravity keeping all those boxes from falling? Dude, I'm looking at it. And if there's a gust of wind from the left, from the window, like that stuff is in jeopardy. Uh,
1: it's actually a lot <laughs> further back than it looks. So the, the gap between where the windowsill oh. is, if I move my head, <laughs> You can see it goes yes. quite far back. Yeah, but, um, yeah. <laughs> the, the best one is you can see there's one sticking out up there, and it's uh, from from Jurassic Park. It's uh, okay. Jeff Goldblum laying down sideways, and it just oh sticks God. out. And it's like it's yeah, the whole thing balances on it. Yeah. But uh, I actually get a lot of questions about the pop figures.
0: Yeah, apologies for people who are on audio only. We're we're just talking about the background here a little bit. But you mentioned your fiancé, so uh, do you guys live together?
1: Uh, yes, we do. We've been together for uh, 11 years now, Damn. since we were...
0: Wait, is that 15. since high school, basically? Yeah,
1: since we were 15.
0: Oh, high school sweethearts. I know. Lovely. One of those beautiful stories yeah. from an American movie where, you know, you, you
1: guys... Maybe one day we'll make a story, uh, yeah. a film of my life.
0: Yeah, that's cute, man. And uh, how does she... Uh, react to this streaming stuff. Is it weird to her that you want to, like, be speaking to a camera?
1: <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily weird to her, but I think, um, like, um, she does play games and things, but she's okay. not quite a gamer. So, like, she'll play... She's she'll, she'll kill me if I don't mention that she's amazing at Candy Crush, because okay. that's kind of a game. But she's also, like, recently I was really surprised she picked up on the Switch... Um, Mario, like the Rabbids. kingdom battle, yeah, the kingdom battle one, oh, and yeah. she's really good at that. And I was like, okay, well, that's a strategy game, so that's that's pretty okay, good, you know? okay, okay, she okay. Played through it, completed it, I was like, okay, and so she's she is really supportive, though. She's like, she's currently in the middle of designing my uh, my emotes to go on the channel as well. So, yeah,
0: did I hear some god gamer judgment in your voice, Johnny? No, no, no. Everybody is valid, okay. Candy Crush Candy players Crush. are also players. <laughs> yeah, still a valid game. It's, it's, it's all good. I always find it interesting, you know, for people who you know live with a partner, because yeah, it, it might be a bit weird for them to be like hearing you talk in your room, and they're like, "Wait, you know, he's talking to his computer."
1: Yes, so our bedroom side. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I always ask, you know, are they on board? Was that like a discussion you had to like, sit her down and say, Hey, listen, honey, I'm going to do this weird thing where, you know, I'm talking to strangers on the internet, <laughs> but I guess people nowadays get it right.
1: Cause you yeah, guys I are think, the same yeah. generation. It's actually after like, well, cause we both had to work from home in the, the pandemic. So she sits a lot of the time on her laptop talking to people as well but it's obviously different but at the same time yeah it kind of just feels like probably to her like i'm just sitting in here working you know
0: yeah yeah
1: that's cool but man no, she's she's really on board with it and like i said she's amazing at doing her art for it so
0: yeah and why the name mini partner
1: i had a weird feeling this question was gonna uh-huh. come to someone Yeah, yeah. someone you, you thought
0: you had dodged it but but here so, it is
1: it's actually not as bad as it sounds, and it's really quite straightforward, so... It does sound a bit name,
0: sus, I have to say. Yeah, I know, go I've on, had some, go on. some,
1: some <laughs> dirty jokes about it and all sorts. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> so my my last name, my family last name, is Partner. Okay. okay. No, for okay. real? That's my family name, it's... yeah. And my <laughs> actual first name is John, so like Johnny over there. Yeah, That's fine. there so, we go. John Partner, and... I've always been the youngest and the smallest of my family. So I was the mini there we one, go. Mini, mini partner. And I made that as my original gamertag for Xbox when I was like, you know, 12 or whatever. So yeah. Back when people yeah. came up just, with I just, I just
0: unoriginal jokes about your mom laying with
1: random exactly. men.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, that is kind of so, cute. Yeah. And how crazy is it that your surname is partner? I never knew that was a thing. That's yeah crazy.
1: so it's my it's my it's actually quite a unique one when you go on to ancestry and things like that
0: Partner yeah. That's sort of a a strong surname. It almost feels like you have a responsibility to you know populate the world with more mini partners. Are you are you giving any thought to to creating your your own uh, mini partner? We,
1: <laughs> no, me and my fiance have had discussions and we uh neither one of us really want children so fair fair if we if we wanted children then we said we'd probably like adopt or something but yeah
0: that's cool man it's enough Um,
1: children in the world
0: that's true although you know it it is a pretty dope surname so (laughs) okay no no pressure from us here no group pressure
1: yeah just because you guys want me to reproduce the surname
0: (laughs) yeah 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 very selfish reasons
1: yeah i know not fair guys not fair pressure on me
0: so is john now i'm referring to you with this you know very serious uh question is john an optimist about the future of humanity when you think like 20 years from now 30 years
1: no i i think you're british so you're
0: probably gonna be more on the pessimist side
1: (laughs) (laughs) definitely i think we're all doomed but yeah apart from that no idea where i'll be in 20 years
0: right yeah that's maybe, an impossible question isn't it maybe maybe i'll be on
1: an island what do
0: you mean Just... random well, island
1: weirdly <laughs> enough when i was when i was younger i had a a weird dream that when i grew up i wanted to buy my own island and they're actually not as expensive as you think they are how to
0: isolationist buy. of you
1: you really what want I'm that busy... physical boundary between no one all... <laughs> else should be using your internet though so imagine you wouldn't have
0: it it's an island really you wouldn't have internet internet would suck
1: oh i think i think chrissy just came up with the best thing a souls island
0: <laughs> yeah oh damn only that souls would... fans wait but you're okay well we will we'll grandfather your wife in uh she's <laughs> not technically a souls fan but you know we'll we'll, we'll allow it
1: yeah i'll be fine she'll just she'll design the artwork for it right yeah exactly it looks like a really wacky souls island
0: <laughs> top says start with adopting a cat and see where it goes from there um do you ha- do you guys have pets
1: uh we want um we want some dogs well, ah. actually no we want dogs my fiance wants some pigs um
0: wait, wait wait hold up like actual pigs or one of those like
1: small yeah she wants like the micro pigs but yeah. i suggested if we got a pig it would have to be an actual pig no but um
0: you're you're being sarcastic. You're being British with me now.
1: No, I, You're I'd talking actually, about like, an actual I'd pig?
0: Have,
1: I'd love to have an actual pig, but we live in a, a flat, so we're not allowed pets or any of that fun stuff, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: you would need, yeah. like, a huge back garden yeah, or we something. We wouldn't get a
1: pig yet. That, that'll be when we get the farm.
0: Oh, okay. Hold, okay, well, I was missing this key part of the plan, which is getting a farm, because I'm picturing your, you know, your British flat... And a yeah, pig. The, inside.
1: The, the the farm has to be on the island. The
0: okay, okay. Now we're going world. full dream zone. This is already on the island. We have a a nice cottage. With yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I see. It's getting a bit out of control here. Um. <laughs> I mean, do you actually want to move to a farm? Is that something you kind of?
1: Want? Uh, not not necessarily a farm, but we just want a, countryside. a nice countryside a nice ish house enough space outside but um yeah we we would definitely love to have some pets but
0: whereabouts in the uk without doxing yourself are you in
1: uh we live just outside london near essex
0: okay dude we're not that far away i'm also in london so we're oh
1: we'll we'll just hop on a train
0: dude yeah we'll uh you know we'll grab a cider or a beer someday
1: oh definitely cider
0: yeah oh same dude hell yeah so fist bump on that Uh, um we'll grab that cider someday listen dude any last anything you want to pimp for your channel that uh that you're gonna be doing next week
1: uh nope just gonna be doing some more dark souls uh 2 on tuesday and thursday and we always play as usual at 7 p.m uh bst so make sure to come join me guys
0: all right and you guys can check it out at the link there mini partner on twitch Mini, pleasure talking with you, man. And uh, talk soon.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Gamer Life. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, remember to share with your friends and come back every Monday at 9 a.m. UK time for a new episode. You can find all that I do, including streaming, license-free music, and much more at my website, johnnyplays.live. That's J-O-N-N. YPlays.live and as always, catch you next time.